We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Good morning, Brian. How are you? I am outstanding. Low riding a little bit over here, but uh, I'm good. Yeah, there's a new chair in here. Yes. And it has both its arms, so Brian is testing it out, but it does have one shortcoming. It will not raise from the position it's in, so he decided to go with comfort over height. Hi. Yeah, so you look like a little third grade Brian Jones. Tim Conway. Yes. Uh, How about we get all the new stuff as I'm retiring? I look in the green room in there, got some beautiful Texas orange chairs in there. Mm. Where'd these come from? Yep. Just as I'm departing, they want to upgrade. Well... You think it's a coincidence? Yes. Not so. I think so. Not so. All the special stuff comes in. Yeah. Uh, but the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday win a spectacular football game on the road against the Los Angeles Rams. But their entire season could have come crashing down with the news that Carson Wentz has most likely torn his ACL and will be out, of course, for the rest of the year. Now, this is just another injury to a superstar. And I can't remember a season where more of these injuries has happened. And now the coup de grace, if you will, is <laughs> a guy who was a leading MVP candidate is now out for the year. And it's a part of one of the best stories of the NFL this year. The Eagles and their fans thinking this is the first time they're going to have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl in a long time. They've never done it. This could be the year, how special they were playing. And then it just ends like that. But I guess the question is, does it really just end like that? Now, I think it does. Now, if you want to put a positive spin on it and you think that Nick Foles can come in and do it, they still won the game yesterday without Carson Wentz. The last time the Eagles went to the playoffs, Nick Foles was the quarterback. He's capable. The team's damn good around Carson Wentz. Can they still do it? And I would normally look at the landscape of the conference to make that determination. And in doing that this year in 2017 in the NFC, well, the answer is no. There's too many good teams in the NFC for them to survive this. If they were at the top where they are now, and then you looked at the rest of the conference and you're talking about, you know, nine and seven, eight and eight, maybe a 10 and six team that gets a two seed, then it's like, yeah, maybe they could. But every team that you look at, the one they beat yesterday, the Minnesota Vikings, the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints. The conference is too stacked for them to survive that injury. It's over. I think they can hold their own. I disagree with you 100%. I think they can hold their own with a guy who is going to be thrust in the action. He was thrust in the action, and he looked fine yesterday. He was under the rest numerous times there late in that ball game, and he made some great throws. Uh, the one in particular is the one in uh, Nelson Aguilar to uh, continue a drive and put the game out of question. That was one hell of a throw he made, and, and a great catch by Aguilar. You're talking about a guy who's resurrected his reputation, and that's that wide receiver there, the former number one guy at the USC. And, and, and so I think for uh, Nick Foles to come in, this couldn't be a better situation for the Eagles, who I can't stand as a Dallas Cowboys fan, but this is an excellent situation for them. They, they, they are still set up. Uh, to to make a nice run in the playoffs, even with Carson Wentz. Yeah, they'd probably be the favorite to to win the NFC. 
But I think that they don't drop off. They don't have a huge drop off with Nick Foles taking over a guy who's weathered, uh, an NFL weathered player at quarterback, and he looked apart yesterday. He showed poise. He showed great uh, velocity and accuracy on his passes. I think they're going to be just fine because they have enough pieces around them. If there's one Achilles heel, it's the secondary. And they gave up a ton of points yesterday, as they have in a couple games now. Uh, but the, that secondary, they, they got banged up back there early in the season, and they've been able to overcome that. But I think that's still going to pose a big problem for them down the stretch. So I'm not concerned with Nick Foles taking over for this football team. As much as I dislike them uh, because they're Eagles, I, I think they're going to be just fine if he comes in doesn't have to do too much they can still generate a running game uh, he he's going to be fine I think they're in a good position even with Wentz being out yeah but they were in the best position with him in there and that's the difference and you use the phrase hold their own and I would tend to agree with you if this was the middle of the season and this was a sprained MCL and he was going to be back in a couple of weeks can they hold their own with Nick Foles as the quarterback and I would have said sure they could Look, they've got a big lead in the division. They're going to be okay. They'll still win the division. Maybe they'll still get a bye. Then Wentz will come back for the playoffs. That's not what's going on here. You've lost him for the rest of the season, and they have to do more than hold their own. This was the year that they were going to go to the Super Bowl. This was the year that they had an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. That city was Eagles crazy. They were blowing people out. So can Nick Foles all of a sudden step in and play that position at an MVP level like Carson Wentz was, I don't think he can. I think he can. You're right. Hold his own, sure. But holding your own in this conference is not going to be good enough. If they were in the AFC, maybe I'd say, okay, they'd be the third best team still behind the Patriots and Steelers. But in this conference, it's a significant drop-off, and they're really going to have to commit to the run. As you said, this Jay Ajayi trade, they're going to have to run him like crazy. You still see Smallwood and Blunt in there. I thought Ajayi would go there and be the bell cow back, no doubt about it. If he really wants to prove his worth at this point, that offensive line wants to prove their worth, if they can run the ball like the best in the NFL and then allow Foles to just do a little bit here or there with the veteran mindset that he has – Maybe they have a shot, but the odds are slim. I don't think they 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 make a huge departure from what they've been doing. I, I think this guy is capable of, of running the same playbook that they've been utilizing with Carson Wentz. And so this is a good situation, as bad as it is with their starter being out. This is as, as best you can hope for with Nick Foles, a pro, guy who's been in the league six, seven years now, who's been a starter in this league, who's taken a team to the playoffs. Uh, I know it was four or five years ago. But this is the best you can hope for. Someone you can still insert into the to the lineup. You don't have to make huge changes, if any, to your playbook. And, and you just keep on rolling. It's just a different guy who's calling those plays. And I think he can make the same throws as Carson Wentz. Now, there's a reason Carson Wentz was the starter and Nick Foles was the backup. I understand that. But to be able to insert someone who's been a starter in this league, who's had success in this league, I think the Eagles, unfortunately, as a Cowboys fan, will be fine. So when you say be fine, what is their ceiling? You think it's the same as it was with Wentz? I, I said a moment ago that I thought they would would have been the favorite to to win went out and get to the Super Bowl the way they've been playing. But that's they lost last week on the road at, at Seattle. Uh, they went on the road here with the Rams. It's a shootout, and they end up winning that ball game. So they would have been the favorite to probably win as NFC East or the NFC. Uh, but I I don't. I'm not going to say they're. I, I wasn't one that would think. That was of, of the mindset that they would win the Super Bowl. But I still had them a favorite to win the NFC. So you think that with Nick Foles, that this team is better than the other teams 
in the NFC, and they still should be the odds-on favorite to represent the conference in the Super Bowl. I, I don't. Th- I think they are still in a prime position to win the NFC. Wow. All right. I, I totally disagree. I think that they have fallen. And I don't think that Foles is terrible. He's not one of these quarterbacks that we've seen step in in a backup situation and, and be just putrid and disgusting. And the team season is absolutely over because they can't competently play the position. He's not that guy. But I just think the conference is too good. I think that now every one of those teams, and I know that they ended up finishing off that win against the Rams yesterday, but I think that the Vikings, the Rams, Mm -hmm. the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons, I would take every one of those teams in the postseason over the Philadelphia Eagles. If Wentz was in, you you would have taken Philadelphia? I would have taken Philadelphia over a majority of them, yes. Over a majority of them? Probably. they, they, Them and either the Saints or the Vikings. Uh, I mean, I still, I like the, and I had said, to be honest with you, I had said that the Eagles were still the best team after after losing to to Seattle. I said there was no reason to really panic about them. So I was very, very high on Philadelphia. Excuse me, they were also blowing people out prior to that, too. I mean, they were winning, they had more double-digit wins in a row than they'd ever but had. But you said they hadn't played anyone also. That's true, but I still, they hadn't, I still was high on them because okay. of what they were doing. They weren't I, squeaking by in those games. They were right, blowing everybody right, right. out. Yeah, they're, they're, they're putting, them, putting them away. You're correct. Now, you roll out those same names with Carson Wentz under center. I probably would have the... I definitely would have Minnesota favorite, even though they lost yesterday. And I thought uh, Cam Newton would would uh, give him some problems, and he did. Beautiful 62-yard run in that one. I would probably favor Minnesota versus uh, the Eagles in the playoffs, and I would have... Uh, the, the Saints probably would have favored them uh, going up against uh, the Eagles in the playoffs with Wentz uh, in the fold. So now you have them better than that with Foles? Because you just said that no, they're no, the favorites have, I, that get to I, the I, end I, of the I, Super no, Bowl. No, I have them right where I, I think they're still right there. Well, you I, just I, I just said a... if, Wentz, I, if Wentz was still in there, I'd probably still favor the Vikings and, and the Saints. Okay. And I say with him out, they still have a fighting chance. They can hold their own, but... I'm not going to favor them against those teams. There's no way, then, that you would have thought Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate then. At this, uh, he's in there. I mean, they, Brady's still the, the main guy. Because if you think that they wouldn't have dropped off that much without him, then Russell he, Wilson, he maybe, shouldn't be in the conversation maybe, at all. Yeah, he could be in the conversation. I'm not saying they drop it off. I didn't say they he dropped was, off. He was playing unbelievable football. That's some good Wentz. football. They were, they were behind when uh, Foles came in. What was it, 35-31? Yeah. And then they, he brings them back. They end up winning the ball game. So, yeah, they were behind. But, yeah, he's playing some good football. How much of your Foles take is because he was born in Austin? None. <laughs> okay. None sure. of that. Why would that enter into the You like equation? to take care of your guys, man. You're a loyal dude. No. You like to take care of your guys. Can I get a free meal at Cover 3? <laughs> That's uh, your thing. Cover 2? Guys you liked in college, West Texas guys. You like to take care of your I, guys. I do, but I call them out when they stink, too. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying that sometimes go- I can sniff out I'm the loyalty. Go- I'm going off the track record. I'm mm. going off of what he did yesterday. Mm-hmm. The team was behind. Remember his first play? He runs for nine yards. The pressure be down, and then that pass to Aguilar. Yeah. I mean, the guy can he'll be fine. Just don't try to do too much. They couldn't, unfortunately, once again, be in better hands as far as this situation. The guy who's been in the fire, guy who's led a team to the playoffs, and so this is a good situation uh, as opposed to trying to thrust someone in who's been a journeyman and or a rookie. They're, they're in a good spot. They're in a brutal spot this morning, and every Eagles fan feels the same way. 
that I cannot believe that this happened to us. I cannot believe that. Are they crestfallen? Good for them. I mean, wouldn't you be? No. What are you kidding me? They have an MVP at quarterback. They got Danny White at quarterback now, man. Come on. Give me a break. It'll be fine. I I think that they feel better about Foles than they would, I don't know, some of these other schmucks we've seen this year. But at the same time, you got to be an optimist. And I don't think that Eagles fans are necessarily optimists to believe that they still have a good opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. So it just stinks. It stinks for the NFL. It stinks all around. Now, Foles goes on some magical run. And you've got a Super Bowl, an NFC championship matchup between Case Keenum and Nick Foles. <laughs> I don't know if that's the worst thing for the NFL or the best thing for the NFL. I would tend to think it would probably be a bad thing for the NFL because then you one can of- promote that. Come on. Foles versus Keenum. And then, you know, the showdown. Come on. With that the, just rolls off the tongue. With the right to lose to 40. Keenum. Lose and by 40 I to Tom Brady. Two Texas guys, Abilene and Austin. It's going to be great. Oh, stop. A See, versus I, A. I knew it. I absolutely knew it. What? That, that's where this was. You brought up the Austin part. I didn't. No, nah, but I, yeah, I brought I it up. I've forgotten all about that. No, you didn't. Yes, I have. Uh, you, you know what? It's just, it's inherently in you. You just know when someone's from your area. It. You could, I yeah. Can smell it. Yep. Wait, I, oh, yeah, that ball from Abilene <laughs> right there. Mm-hmm. Some of these defenses have to get better, though, man. These best teams. Like, think about yesterday in, in that game uh, between the Rams and the Eagles. And, and I know you have to give credit to offenses, too, but you look in that game. Look at the Minnesota Vikings defense that have played so well. Get torn up yesterday by Cam Newton. How about the Ravens and the Steelers? Two AFC yeah. teams last night on Sunday Night Football. They're playing a 39-38 game. It's crazy that those two teams with their history produced that type of game. And and it's really all about the offense in today's NFL, but which one of these teams is not going to get just completely annihilated on that side of the ball is probably going to be the team that's left standing. Well, the aforementioned troubles in the back end for the Eagles, that's been there all season long, and the Rams were able to exploit that even though they lost the ball game. And then the Rams, they lose two of their cornerbacks. They lose Webster. He goes down untouched, blows an Achilles, and and then uh, Tremaine Johnson had the concussion. Uh, So you lose two guys like that, two starters, and that's going to – Put yourself in a, in a put you in a perilous position on the back end, and, and the Eagles were able to take advantage of that. So, uh, yeah, defenses did not have a stellar uh, afternoon yesterday. Yeah, and a lot of injuries all around. Of course, the Wentz one is going to be the one that is most focused on. But the Vikings lost a couple offensive linemen. Hopefully, Oof. not too serious, and you could tell right away from that with the way that that unit has played so well. And then yesterday. Not so much, but I really wasn't all that discouraged by that loss yesterday. I really, I mean, it, the Vikings. Yeah, I really, oh, I'm with you. No, yeah, because I mean, it, it was like everything was going wrong. They were on the road, back to back, unbelievably mm-hmm. tough opponents, and they still almost won the game. Yeah. So I, I really, I was not all that discouraged. And I, and I thought going in at Atlanta, at Carolina, you split those two, you're happy with it. So you can't win every damn game against great teams in that conference. Right. So. I, I was not all that no, discouraged. No, I, I, I thought they they were due uh, for a, for a loss. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Cam, they just put Cam up on the NFL Network, and, and I don't blame I don't blame Brian for laughing. What is he part of the Kiwanis Club? <laughs> yeah. He's an usher. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Let me right? show you to your seat, sir. Yeah, I really. Yeah, Mike, find a picture that tweeted out at Gio Jones if you haven't seen Cam in the post game news conference. I mean, he, you know what he he. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's he's dressed like a like a bellhop <laughs> in the 1930s. That's sort of what it looks like. Oh man, yeah, that's too funny. That's one of his better get ups there, man. 
No. This sucks sitting in this chair, man. So then get the other one then, man. But no, I feel whole when I have both armrests. Yeah, I know. It's you can't with at some point we'll get the full package, right? I I need Cam's hat, then I'll feel taller. All right. Coming up next. A game that got way out of hand with both fans and players in the fourth quarter. And Aaron Rodgers is on his way. But first, listen to Brian. That's right. Here's the deal, folks. Relief Factor is not just for former or present athletes. Not at all. It's for anyone struggling with pain. Yes, athletes, but also, yes, for anyone with back, neck, shoulder, hip or knee pain, foot pain, hand pain, or general muscle aches and pain. You can be 30 or you can be 95. If you're in pain, I suggest you give Relief Factor a try right now. Can't guarantee it'll work, but here's a tip. Almost 80% of people who order the three-week quick start for only $19.95 go on to order it again. That's under a dollar a day to see if it can work for you like it did and does for me. And this is the great part. It's 100% drug-free. Honestly, if lowering or eliminating your pain for $19.95 sounds like too much money, then you must not be in too much pain. Order the three-week quick start for $19.95 at relieffactor.com. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. Or call them, 800-583-84. Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. Trey Burton doing more for the Eagles. A backup tight end scored two touchdowns, helping Philadelphia clinch the NFC East. 24 DraftKings points, by the way, at 2,900. <laughs> he was in the lineup yesterday. That's right. How about Selleck and Burton combining for... Three touchdowns with Ertz out yesterday Mm. for the Eagles. All right. Bogish is here. There's so much to get to. My goodness, Bogish, what an update you must have for us. Exactly. Oh, let's see what happens. Uh, So after back-to-back game-winning field goals, his time expired. Chris Boswell kicked last night's winner with 42 seconds left. The 46-yarder got his Steelers past the Ravens. 39-38, 39-38, clinching the AFC North. Ben Roethlisberger's right arm helped set up Boswell's kick. Gotta love Boz. I hate that we put it on his shoulders, but there's no one I'd rather have doing it than him. Roethlisberger, the first QB ever with three 500-yard passing games. 506 to be exact with a pair of touchdown passes last night, while Joe Flacco's team led by 11 through three in Pittsburgh. It's tough to be happy and you know, right now in this situation. Uh, definitely thought we played well tonight, but it doesn't matter. You know, the name of the game is winning the football game and uh, yeah, we weren't able to do it. At seven and six, the Ravens lose a tie with the Bills for the second wild card spot. A signature win for the Eagles, forty three thirty five over the Rams in LA, clinched the NFC East and improved them to eleven and two. But QB Carson Wentz may have suffered a season-ending torn left ACL. Wentz hurt diving into the end zone in the third quarter. His touchdown run negated by a holding call. The Jaguars down the Seahawks 30-24 as the Titans lost in Arizona 12-7. That gives Jacksonville sole possession of first in the AFC South. The Chargers and Chiefs still even atop the AFC West. L.A. handled Washington 30-13 for its fourth straight win while KC snapped its four-game skid 26-15 over the Raiders. The Patriots did not clinch the AFC East yesterday when Buffalo survived Indy 13-7 in OT in the snow in upstate New York, but New England can do it itself tonight in Miami. John Carlos Stanton reportedly took his Yankee physical over the weekend in New York. Assuming he passed, Stanton would be officially introduced this afternoon 
as baseball's winter meetings begin in Florida. The Baseball Hall of Fame's Modern Era Committee voted Jack Morris and Alan Trammell to Cooperstown yesterday. Trammell played in six All-Star games, won four gold gloves at shortstop over his 20 seasons with Detroit. The main ballot results are released in late January. What about his partner, Lou Whitaker? Is he going to get in? 44 fourth-quarter points for the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> Drew Holiday responsible for almost half. There's a loose ball in the lane. Cousins gets the steal for New Orleans. Ben Simmons' ill-advised pass. Rondo hands back to Holiday for three. Got it. That's eight three-pointers in the fourth quarter for New Orleans. Just the Brian Jones of the NBA on color there on Pell's radio. Bad pass. Holiday hit five threes, scored 19 points in that final period, 34 total to get New Orleans past Philly, 131-124. The T-Wolves got by the Mavs, 97-92, and the Knicks held off the Hawks, 111-100. Or 107, 30 points for Chris Depps. Porzingis, 12th ranking. Zaga blew out Washington on the Huskies' home floor, 97-70. And the Chicago Blackhawks, their second straight win after a five-game skid, 3-1 over Arizona. Boys? All right, Bogus, thanks. The thing that I wanted to see most yesterday, out of anything that happened in the NFL, was Quentin Jefferson actually get to those fans in the stands <laughs> in Jacksonville and beat the living hell out of every one of them. <laughs> that would have been fun. Especially that one who was exceptionally lippy, who also <laughs> threw the drink. Right. Like, and, and I don't care what anybody else says about Jefferson's ability to stay calm or right. he's got to rise above. I do not care. Mm-mm. Those people suck. Yep. They are the worst of the worst, and they should get punched square in the face with no penalty for Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson, it, if it, I can it, say it, that properly. <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> with no penalty for the Jefferson. Yeah. But Jefferson. That's right. Uh, and, and as he stated uh, at the end of the ball game, that after he had calmed down somewhat, hey, I, I'm not just a football player. I'm a human being. I'm a man. And, and I was just wrong. He's being had been ejected from the ball game and folks throwing things at him as he was leaving the field. And, and he should have been upset about that. And, and the security there at the stadium should have done a better job than they did. I ne- you did see some security personnel climbing over the uh, climbing into the stands to try to secure the situation. Uh, but that, that was just wrongheaded, and hopefully those fans who were involved in that will be kicked out of the stadium for good. Yeah, and I hope they can go back and look at the tape and make sure they identify them, and that's that's done properly. But you know, there's going to be a lot of people this morning and last night on Sports Talk. They're going to talk about how Quentin Jefferson is out of control, and it's a terrible look for the NFL that no, a guy gets that angry and tries to climb into the stands and you need to be better than that. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. When when people act like that, they deserve to get whatever's coming to them. And it is so true that the protection of the stands and the I paid for my ticket and <sighs> you know, you're not going to come get me and there's security guard like like you would never do that in real life anywhere. You would never do that to a man that size. It's just so disrespectful. Like, who are? Who do you think you are right. to be able to do something like that? Some drunk idiot football fan. Cowards. That's what I they mean. Are. Stop. Yeah. And then it, nobody will talk about them because they're just. It's well. They're, well, they're fans. That's what you expect from drunk fans in NFL games. No, well, you shouldn't expect it. Why? Why do we we accept that behavior? And yet you're going to be mad at the person they're directing their ire at. Uh, for no good reason, you want to scream and yell for your team, fine. But uh, cross that line, and, and you should suffer the consequences. 
Yeah, and I was, man, I was rooting more for that. I was like, get up there, get up there, get in there. Stop pounding on those idiots. That would have been amazing. That would have been fun. Yeah, and Michael Bennett, by the way, what is he doing? I have no him? idea, yes. I mean, that uh, is about as bad as it gets. Right, diving for uh, offensive linemen. Uh, I think it was the center for the Jaguars, uh, diving for his legs. Uh, you don't do that. And they're in victory formation, and I've had coaches tell me, yeah, try to swipe the ball, do something, but you go for the ball, you don't go for an opponent's legs. You don't get dirty like Michael Bennett was doing there. I have no idea what was going through his head. He should have been ejected. Yeah, I, I think it was just lost in the shuffle of everything that was going on. And there's just no respect anymore. There's no respect amongst players. I shouldn't say no, but it's there's not as much as there used to be, it seems like to me. Like the, You see so much stuff like that, well, like dirty stuff like that. I don't like see that. that that often. I don't see you diving at, at guys' legs. Now, Michael Bennett may be in the middle of it more than others, but I don't see a ton of that. You, you, I think there's still a healthy... Uh, professionalism amongst the guys because they understand it could be them that's carted off that field. Hey, why can't you just lose these days without it's losing hard. your mind? Losing sucks. Yeah, but I remember when you said you would just walk off the field. Okay, just walk off the field. <laughs> why do you have well, to? Well, that, that was a a fiery game all afternoon. Okay. And, and, and you got one team trying to prove itself, the Jaguars. You have another team uh, that has proven itself in the past, and this is a good barometer for the Jaguars if they can knock off the, the legion of boom, even though they're not as uh, scary as they once were. Uh, still a good barometer for the Jaguars and, and a, a Seattle team that's trying to keep pace, you know, in their own division. And, and so it got it got testy. I mean, there was shoving late in this ball game and early in the ball game after plays and 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 and, and we're talking about a Jaguars team with Jalen Ramsey over there, who's one of the best trash talkers there is in the league, even at, during his this young career he's had in the NFL. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see the Jaguars go up against the AFC's best. To see them play those two offenses in the Patriots and Steelers, if they get them in the postseason at some point, is going to be fascinating because of those corners. And I think that both those teams and the Patriots-Steelers will figure out a way to be able to score more than what the Jaguars can do offensively because I still don't believe that Blake Bortles is going to be good enough to win a playoff game because eventually it's going to come down to him having to make a play, uh, and because not every game can you lean on that defense and run the ball, especially when you're going up against Brady and what the Steelers have been doing offensively. But it'll still be a really fun game to watch. There's there's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and Bortles has played well here of late. The last two ball games, no picks, uh, four touchdowns in, in, in those. But uh, tougher games will arise, and we'll see how he handles that. But yesterday it was a team effort. You had over 100 yards from Fournette. Bortles throwing two touchdown passes. You had the special teams. Uh, uh, get involved as well. So a well-rounded victory. Yeah, and the Steelers played the Jaguars. They got blown out, remember, at Heinz Field. But I don't I don't look at that as the same Steelers team right now. I actually think that the Steelers are in trouble defensively. We'll talk more about that game coming up. But they, uh, there, there's no doubt, if you want to just look at the Shazier thing from a football standpoint of what it's done to that defense for a second. I mean, they, they lost their leader. They lost one of their best players, if not the best player on that defense. And it is showing, and, no and, doubt. And he's a three-down backer. I mean, that's a guy that doesn't come off the field. He can do it in, in the base defense. You can put him in your nickel and dime defenses. So that's a huge loss in terms of your, your personnel. I wasn't as locked in on this game as others because it didn't have huge implications. But how about the Green Bay Packers coming back <sighs> and beating the Cleveland Browns? You really thought come on, Cleveland. that they had Cleveland. their first victory of the season. We're talking about Cleveland. Yeah, that's right. We're Wasn't talking- it 21-7 with about four minutes left in that yep, game? Yep. And Cleveland. 
right? And they end up losing it again. So uh, is Sashi Brown happy about that or not? I'm not sure. But the Packers now are putting themselves in a position <laughs> to get Aaron Rodgers back and go after that six seed and one of those two wild cards in the NFC. So if he does come back and Mike McCarthy gave his whole deal about he doesn't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and and that stuff and we'll get the full he's why not he's in a medical situation you know he he did the old that whole deal you know he's in a medical situation we don't know what we're gonna update that tomorrow today we're gonna talk about the game as far as the situation that he's in is a medical one I love Aaron Rodgers not gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers been coaching him up yeah <laughs> not gonna bring somebody in here Hadn't been in here. We like old Chris O'Connor Lele and uh, all our other quarterbacks. Well, we we got a lot of veteran Brett Hundley and, and Jeff McGillicuddy. McCluthan. McCluthan has been in here for days and weeks working his ass off in the film room. How about this, though, man? How about Aaron Rodgers could ride back into this deal because he can come off IR next week or this week, and he could play Sunday versus the Panthers, and then who do they have after that? Mm-hmm. They got the Vikings. Right? The Vikings. Those are yes. two very difficult games. Very for them. difficult ball game. And their defense stinks. They they, they did right. not have a good secondary, and they'll end up losing their best corner last week. So they are. Yeah. They can't play defense. And, and Hundley's been playing better now here of late. Yeah, we're going to go with Hundley yeah. over a healthy Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes. We've got a lot of best in him. You should. <laughs> He's, he was balls out yesterday. <laughs> I mean, the guy played, played. He looked like Aaron Rodgers some of those passes. Did you see that? That is balls out. <laughs> That's how confident he was. That's how we coach him up. <laughs> we we encourage that. If you're feeling good about yourself, just let him. Yeah, let him fly. Yeah. Let him hang. Yeah, no jog needed. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, huh? Here comes Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz is out. Cage Keenan with the Vikings. You got the Rams. who can't play defense. Oh no! Storybook ending for the Packers. Oh no! And they somehow get into the playoffs. Wow. Yeah, I did pick the Packers before the season to make it to the Super Bowl. Remember your pick from the NFC? Who was it? The Giants. Oh well, I went along with everyone. Yeah, they still have a chance, don't they? No. Oh, they're out of it mathematically. Yeah. <laughs> really? I can't cling to that. You think? Pythagoras <laughs> theorem? Will that help? <laughs> no. Go Giants. Yeah. No, it's not those Giants. No, Man. no, no. And they, they broke out the old unis. They look sharp. Yeah, Man, I did. love those unis. They broke out the old quarterback. Didn't look as sharp. <laughs> the hell's the point of playing him? <laughs> the hell's the point? What are you Start doing? a new streak. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Did make your fans happy? Like, that's it? Like, good. How'd that work out for you? Like, you, st- you kept it close for a little while, and then all of a sudden, it was over. Yeah, the emotion ran out. Uh, right. They're at halftime, but it tied up. <laughs> we only have one half worth of emotion for Eli Manning. So. Well, you're a bad football team. You're a bad football team. And it can only carry you the, the, the emotion of having a new coach uh, running the thing, and then you've got your old quarterback who's new again, and eventually it runs dry. And so you're going to halftime. Time you come back out and all right, you revert to who you were prior to the emotion being present. Coming up next, <laughs> the evil is back in the Bronx. This is Hall of Fame running back Curtis Martin, and you're listening to Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
The 2017 Yankees were a likable version of the Yankees. <laughs> now, I know you're a Yankees fan, but the Yankees are one of those teams that you either love them or you hate them. You don't have an in-between, indifferent opinion on the Yankees. So most people dislike the Yankees. They're New York. They spend the most money. They win the most. We're conditioned to hate them. But last year, because of the baby bombers and they were young, they were different, it wasn't a bunch of old, overpaid guys. There was no steroid controversy that was going on with the team. They were likable. For the Yankees, they were very likable. All of that went away this weekend. <laughs> Every ounce of it went away this weekend when they traded. Are you speaking for yourself? <laughs> and the rest of the Yankee haters out there when they traded for Giancarlo Stanton. And the team that they got him from is now owned by a guy who's got a monument in their little park. So this was about as disgusting of a thing as it could possibly happen. I can't blame the Yankees for doing it because they got him on the cheap. They needed to get rid of that contract. And John Carlos Stan also had the no-trade clause. Right. So he vetoed an accepted deal to the Giants yep. and then accepted the deal to the Yankees, and they still held on to their best prospects. They gave away Starlin Castro, but pff, who cares? <laughs> and now they have the two most intimidating hitters in baseball that will now be hitting back-to-back in that lineup in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That will be, all kidding aside, the best ticket in baseball. It's going to be great Presumably to for right. a long time. This may be like the uh, Bass Brothers back in the day when you had uh, Jose the Snitch, Canseco, and, and Mark McGuire there in Oakland. Uh, so uh, I can't fault, and no one should fault, uh, Jeter and the new ownership group there in Florida for getting rid of Giancarlo Stanton. When you take over a business, you want to trim the fat. And they weren't, uh, they shouldn't have been held liable for that contract that was given to Giancarlo Stanton. And the way that contract was set up, man, I mean, he's in the catbird seat because the lion's share of it really doesn't really uh, hit you uh, as far as your pocketbook until the later years. Instead of a lot of upfront money, no, it's later uh, when you get to the end of that bad boy. So you're going to have all that on the books for a while if you're a new ownership group taking over there. And and that Miami situation, uh, it's untenable the way everything is set up, not just that contract, uh, but you look at the stadium situation, and, and of course, the, the city is footing the bill for that. I'm footing the bill. Everybody who travels to Miami stays at a hotel. You're paying your bed tax and your room tax is going for that damn stadium. And, and no one even wants to, uh, in, in this day and age where every stadium has a huge sponsorship deal, and it's called, we can't keep up with the number of names on stadiums. Marlin Stadium. No one he wants to put their name on that bad boy. So I don't blame Jeter and, and, and the new guys there uh, for trying to shed some of the the, the, the payroll. That, that's what you do when you're taking over a new business and, and, and try to build for the future. And he had a willing partner in, in the Yankees, and, and you, Stanton okayed that deal where he, he nicked some others. And, and so uh, the Yankees definitely added – uh, to uh, a healthy lineup already. Uh, as much as I love Stalin Castro and, and hate to see him go, you have Glaber Torres who can step in, who they got from the, the Cubs back in the day, one of the top prospects in, in the, the, the minors. And so uh, this is setting up beautifully for, for the Yankees. I mean, I should buy me some season tickets now. I, I think a lot of people were probably buying them once this deal was kind of came through. <laughs> That's all right. I'll fly up. Make it a day trip, baby. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fly in, fly out after the game. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, that's some baller status right there. If I season tickets just to fly up occasionally. Yes. I, 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 I uh, contemplated that yesterday. I may have to do that. Yeah, you're not the only one. I mean, there, there's no doubt. Things like this don't always work out the way that they're supposed to. No. Like the A-Rod thing with the Yankees. When they got A-Rod, everybody thought they were just going to cruise to a million right. World Series titles. And, of course, it really didn't work out that nope. way. And eventually they did get one back in 2009, but that was not the plan. The plan was to be the best team in baseball, hands down. He had some issues in the postseason early on, but they did get a championship. And if they hadn't, that would have been a huge disaster. So it doesn't always work out that way. There's going to be a lot of strikeouts in that lineup. But, I mean, there'll be a lot of fear in that lineup. Yeah, it's it's right. (laughs) I mean, the marketing possibilities of this, I mean, it's just the two. I mean, think about how, remember last year. We're talking about the home run derby yeah. and how it was actually interesting yep. because, or this past year rather, it feels like last year already, uh, the home run derby, and you need to get Stanton and Judge going up against each other in the home run derby. And, and what do you have? Those two guys in the same lineup. So you have a home run derby every game. And Gary Sanchez. <laughs> and Sanchez. And Aaron Hicks. Come on. And, and Didi, Greg, and Greg Gregorius. And Greg Bird. All those guys can knock it out of the park. Let's go, Yankees. Come on! Who's with me? Nobody. It's tough, man. Crickets in here. What's up? It's tough. Come on. They're going to be fun to watch, though. I mean, and and I have, listen, I I don't like when they're good. But from my perspective, growing up a Mets fan, after the initial, like, oh, the obnoxious Yankee fan is just so unbearable. And think about, you got him out of the division. He could have gone to San Francisco, still in the National League. He could have gone to the Cardinals, which is another team I can't stand. So really, baseball-wise, it stinks because they're going to be good and they'll be on the back page and all that stuff. But if you're a fan of a team in the National League, you should be happy he's out of there. Get him out of yeah. there. So no, maybe. That's true, but no one feared the uh, the Marlins that much, so uh, they really... But still? Eh, I mean, you catch him on a hot streak, you lose a two out of three in a critical series because the guy's belting home runs. You don't have to worry about that. You play them 19 times a year, so <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. But this is a a team and a trade and one of these spectacles happening in baseball that a lot of people are going to be paying attention to. I really do think that you know it's it's Warriors like now, right? Because you had a team mm-hmm. in the Warriors who and it's like I'm not comparing because it was a trade, but he kind of did pick the place that he went to, but. They didn't win a championship or lose in the World Series, even though they lost in the ALCS. But the, in the similarities of it is you had this young team where most of these guys were homegrown. Right. And they were the darling of baseball or the darling of their sport because they were young, energetic, homegrown. And then they went out and became evil because they ended up getting one of the best players in the game. People can't stand that stuff. For whatever reason. Well, the Yankees have always, even last year, they went out with this young nucleus. They went out and, and got Matt Holiday. So you you went and get some, you go out and get some guys that, that can. That was help. 100 years old. It was, <laughs> I mean, dude, you're going to give me Matt Holiday? The guy saying, couldn't even get I'm on the field in the playoffs. Get a veteran guy that can help uh, make that lineup whole. And, and, and so now it just happens to be Stanton. Same no, thing. No, shut up. It's the same thing. No, it's not the yeah, same thing. Matt Holiday. You are, you just stop it. <laughs> You're trying to sell me on this is the, the same, same thing. thing as Matt Holiday? It's like going out and get Chase Headley. I mean, come on. 45-year-old Matt Holiday who couldn't get on the field in the postseason. 
Guy's been he was sick bald since the nineties. Illness, <laughs> illness. Yeah, now the rest of us have an illness. It's nothing, nothing to see here. It's just like getting holiday. I'm telling you, <laughs> you you're not gonna be. I'm not letting you get away with that one, man. You're not getting you're not away with that. that? One. No, come on, man. That fish ain't old. <laughs> I think about all the people around the area where we do the show here in New York. All these young kids that are now gonna be Yankees fans too. Now. This changes everything. Like, yeah. It really does. A move like this changes everything. I mean, they are the story. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's going to be every every day. It's going to be about that lineup and what those uh, Sanchez and Judge and 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 Stan what they do. It's it's going to be surreal. It's going to be like the the old Yankees back in the day. And every move they make, the everyone's going to be followed. The old Yankees. It's going to be like the Yankees back it's in the, the 70s, like man. The, the, the Yankees, Yankees back in the late 90s. Yeah, you know, the Yankees in the 20s. The Yankees in the 30s. The Yankees in the 2000s. The Yankees in the... <laughs> the old, they're always the Yankees. <laughs> they're always the Yankees. All right, I won't bring them up again, okay? Uh. Go Yankees. I and all kidding aside, I'm going to be fascinated to watch how it works out. Yeah, that's going to be, be really, really. And good. as much firepower as you have there in the lineup, what about the pitching? That's that's going to be the big key as well. You're going to go out and you're going to have to outscore every team. You got to get the pitching straight. Yeah, they will somehow. You know, there'll be somebody like the Red Sox will just hand them Chris Sale or something. <laughs> Would you please? Yeah, just take this. <laughs> you know, why even though we hate you, just take it. <laughs> so, well, speaking of the Red Sox, we'll see if they do a counter move. You know, they they used to get into these offseason wars back in the day. Between so who the they go get? J.D. Uh, Martinez? He's about the best bat left yeah. as far as a home run hitter. Yeah. I mean, it's just not going to have the same type of impact. Right. But it's not always about the home runs. And that's not always the way that you win. I mean, you got to be a good defensive team. You got to be able to pitch. But that lineup right. is just—it's disgusting. It's disgusting <laughs> how good it is. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Those two—they're gigantic men too. Like they're just yeah. Like you just see them on the back page next to each other, just like just just muscles everywhere. Just, <laughs> just muscles yeah, everywhere. Muscles in the crack. Yeah, no. I wonder how he's going to adjust though, because he was such a Miami guy. Like, is he going to—is he going to adjust well? Be fine. Yeah, what do you mean? He was a Miami guy, man. He's from California. Listen, you couldn't take it up here. I can't take it. You hate it. uh, (laughs) See what I'm saying? And And what are you doing? You're running back with your tail between your legs down to warmer weather. Mm -hmm. It's nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, who doesn't like warmer weather? I'm just saying some people can handle it. I can handle it. I've been handling it just fine. Some people got, oh, I don't think so. I've been coming up here for 14 years. Yeah, I know. Bitching every day. It's good in small doses. Right. But there's my point. Well, he'll have small doses four or five months a year. He's That's here. more than four or five months a year. Longer than that. When is he here? April it's to lucky it's the summertime. It's lucky it's the summertime. How many got, months is that? Six? He's, got that? he's got that thin blood. Six months, Mike? That's, that's what happens to those. Seven. Seven months. Oh, you can handle it when you're making $300 million. <laughs> Put up with anything. Yeah. Yep. I guess. Was it two ninety five left on that deal? What a hell of a deal he got from Jeff Loria. Thank you. And how about that cat? It's a billion dollars. Team he screwed up. I know. City's paying for the stadium. Right. And he's the one that's laughing all the way to the bank. We're it's paying just, a just, bed tax and a room tax anytime you go to Miami because of him. Man, it's not fair. Stadium's hard to get to. No parking around it. Yeah, it doesn't Got a seem damn like a great candy land in the center field. I mean, it doesn't look like a great investment for <laughs> Jeter, does it? That's why they're trimming the fat. We'll I guess see. so. If you build a winner, they'll come. I guess so. I mean, this is what's yeah. going to happen, though, to Derek Jeter is right now he is not a popular yeah, person. No, no. 
fans are booing him at Heat's game. Really? Shut up. You don't even go watch the Marlins play. You got the nerve to boo he just, him. He just traded away their most popular player. Yeah, they didn't even go watch him. Fired the most popular people in the organization. Yeah, well, He's a Yankee. That's what happened. I mean, that's just, a business. They're going to hate his guts. They're going to love him. Everyone <laughs> loves what? Jeter. Yeah, not anymore. You love Jeter. You better. Back to the NFL next on Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 